Hello, listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast, the podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews out of specific comic books. Well, <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> out of who and the what now? You know what? We're going to roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by Charlie. Audrey. (laughs) We do deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike. (laughs) But I'm back. Audrey's back. Yay. We finally got Audrey back. By my silence. (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. So, yeah. um, We're no longer just two straight white male dudes talking about comics. Right. We've done it. This doesn't make the podcast diverse by any means, but well, it sure does help. Well, it was kind of funny. So, uh I was uh editing the the Wendigo episode today yeah, yeah. and like when we started talking about like uh the First Nations, you like hear us tiptoe so fucking hard. <laughs> I feel like I heard you from yep, the other yep. room when you started talking about that, and I was like, "Oh no!" I, I haven't, I haven't heard gonna, it. I haven't heard an some... audio like an audible tiptoe that loud in so long. <laughs> Dancing yeah. around that bush. Yeah, it's like, oh well, we okay, we know, we know what's wrong with it, <laughs> but neither one of us are versed well enough to articulate it correctly. Right. Oh, so, man, if only you had a bitch who loved cryptids and right. also folklore. Yes. <laughs> Oh, weird. Weird. Uh, so, th- this week, we haven't actually mentioned, we were doing The Eternals. Yes. Hey. We went and saw it opening night, and then Audrey and I went and saw it again last night. Keep it fresh. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, we saw it last week, Thursday, and on Wednesday. This is coming out the Friday after it came out. Wait, so. wait. Never mind. What's up? I was going to say, <laughs> don't be so- don't put our timelines out there, but no. No, okay. the, I, I've been doing that specifically because of any topical yeah. things yeah. we talk about, yeah. just so people know that, like, no, oh, there's a thing that happened in the world for Marvel, and we haven't talked about it. Well, we, we <laughs> so, recorded this three weeks ago, so. Yeah. It was revealed that Marvel's actually run by lizard people. Well, so. yeah. yeah. Well, they, <laughs> we have to juke. The Illuminati <laughs> are actually confirmed in the Marvel universe, so. Boom. That's great. Yeah. So, we uh, were doing the Eternals. And we are going to jump right into this here quick. So um, we're going to do a spoiler-free quick impressions mm, and review, perfect. and then we will transition into the full plot recap and spoiler stuff. Great. So uh, we have a p- very large cast on this one. Uh, yes. <laughs> how many? There's 10. There's 10? 10, 10, 10 okay. main characters. 10 main characters wow. plus plus uh, side hustles and mm. uh, gods and stuff. I so kept, I kept trying to count, and I was like, at least eight yeah. <laughs> there's oh, definitely yeah. at least eight of them <laughs> yeah so i'm just gonna do a quick introduction for each one of these and kind of a little background on each one because uh wikipedia actually has a pretty decent breakdown for each of the characters donate three dollars to wikipedia yeah, yeah yeah keep them alive so we have gemma chan as cersei um an empathetic eternal with a strong connection to humans and earth who can manipulate and transform matter through physical contact cersei has been in love with icarus for centuries and has a strong connection with sprite in present day, she's a museum curator on Earth and dating Dane Whitman. Uh, so producer Kevin Feige had described Cersei as uh, as the lead of the film, which is pretty obvious when you mm-hmm. actually watch yeah. the movie. It, it, we follow Cersei. And then director Chloe Zhao uh, said that Chan, uh, she and Chan were in, interested in creating a nuanced female superhero that is rarely seen in this genre. Zhao also added that Chan brought a beautiful sense of gentleness, compassion, and vulnerability to the character mm. that would invite viewers to rethink what it means to be heroic. Um, yeah. So 
one thing I, I mentioned it to Audrey in the theater. I don't know if you realize this, but this is not um, Gemma Chan's first Marvel movie. No, she was in Captain it was, Marvel. It was a glimpse, right, of her. She in was the... actually she was actually Minerva in Captain Marvel. She was the uh, number two for the Kree that were hunting down Captain Marvel in that oh, movie. Okay, so yeah, um, I didn't heavily makeup, right? Very heavily makeup. Right? Very though, heavily right? makeup yeah. Yep. yeah. That so, would have been a tough one to pick out. Yeah, of it was lineup. Yeah, very hard. I didn't mm-hmm. re- like. I sat and looked at her for, and I was like, I recognize that name. Why mm-hmm. do I recognize that yeah. name? So, so then uh, we have the number uh, second character. We have uh, Richard Madden as Icarus, uh, also known as Rob Stark. <laughs> it was Game of Thrones confirmed. I love it. Yep. So we have an Eternal who can fly and can project cosmic energy beams from his eyes, and is determ- uh, determined to fulfill his purpose. Uh, speaking to the relationship between Icarus and Cersei, Madden said that they have a deep love of romance, and the two opposing sides. How a deep level <laughs> of romance. You're correct. I cannot read and and our two opposing sides of how they connect with the world. Since Cersei has compassion for humans, Icarus is more disconnected and given eternal long life. Uh, hey, he was generic Superman. Yeah, he was generic <laughs> Superman. He was uh, like Kroger. strong jaw. Like, yeah. yeah, he was like Kroger version. You know, I don't know. I, I'm sure my Midwest people get that reference, but it's essentially the the knockoff brand of oh, of something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zhao even uh, stated that the her take on Icarus was influenced by Zack Schneider's interpretation of Superman in Man of Steel. <laughs> there you go. So, yep. Well, that, that's all you really need to know about Icarus. Yeah. Yep. Move along here. Yeah. So we have. Uh, we have, I, I brought Kuma- a, <laughs> Kumail, Kumail, Kumail Nanjiani, I can't say it, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, who plays uh, Kingo, uh, one of the better characters in the movie. I really enjoyed him. I loved Kingo so much. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, can, it's a, an internal that can project comic cosmic energy projectiles from his hands. He does the finger, finger guns. Finger yep. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. Uh, enamored with fame. Kingo becomes a popular Bollywood film star um, to blend in on Earth, um, and he wanted his performance to combine with the wisecracking attitude of John McClane uh, from the Die Hard film series with the look of bo- a Bollywood actor. Uh, so, yeah, it's um, he was pretty fun. Yeah. It was yeah. very entertaining. I liked his. Yeah. I liked his character a ton. Honestly, one of the more standout characters, I I think, mm. in the the film overall, mm-hmm. especially so. in the second part. I yes. would say. I mean, in the first part, I I was wondering because I'd read a little bit about him, you know, just in general, like yeah. beforehand, just because of his, you know, like I mean, obviously a, a very diverse cast with this yes. with this movie, and he. I thought it was kind of cool, like his background and where he came from, and so I kind of did a little reading up on him, He's and hilarious. and yes, yes, so funny. Definitely had the most charisma of any of the people mm-hmm. on screen, just like natural yeah. present oh, yeah. charisma. So we should watch the big sick. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, so next we have uh, Liam McHugh uh, as Sprite, an Eternal who can project uh, lifelike illusions. Sprite has the physical appearance of a twelve-year-old child. Uh, with with Gen Z hair. With Gen Z hair. Uh, with McHugh calling her an old soul dissatisfied with humanity. Um, they, they described her as Tinkerbell as one, at one point. And uh, yeah, it was uh, primarily inspired by Neil Gaiman's 2006 run on the character. So hmm. sure, why not? Um, we'll talk, I'll, I have a thoughts on Sprite. So we'll I, we'll do that during the spoiler section. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, don't like her. Um, oh, my God. 
Uh, Brian Tree Henry as Fastos, an eternal uh, with intelligent weapons and technology inventor. An eternal and an intelligent weapons and technology inventor. I can speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got technology powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the first like openly gay superhero depicted in the MCU. Captain um, Marvel's right there. Yeah, I mean that's okay. true. But anyway, I mean <laughs> he does. She he doesn't d- kiss the lady on screen. Yeah, he, she so. doesn't kiss the lady on screen, which. They do with Fastos here. I'm, so. Just, I'm so tired of Disney and all these big studios be like, this is our first gay bit ba bang. Yeah. And it's like supposed to be a big fucking deal. Yeah, they, like, they, they like to pat themselves it. on if the back. Do it. Yeah. Just do it. We don't like, yeah. we're not going to like do a parade every time you try a little bit. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, a very interesting character and yeah. one I wish they would have explored more. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes yeah. in about halfway through the movie, like into prominence. And I, I just feel like they could have done more with him. I don't um, know. I, I, I was... Anyway, it, we'll, we'll he, get into the nitty-gritty. He, I, I, well, so, they like, in this thing, they talk about how much humanity Cersei has and her connection with the Earth, mm-hmm. which I feel like Fastos far, like, far exceeds uh, Cersei in that regard. So, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, so, then we have... Lauren Rid- Ridloff as Ma- Maker- Makiri. There we go. Makari. Makari. Uh, an Eternal who can move uh, at superhuman speed. Characters, the first deaf superhero in the MCU. The Flash. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. Uh, and after better. starting to run. Flashlight. <laughs> so uh, apparently she started to run in anticipation for the role uh, and started bodybuilding to become more, look more like a sprinter. So she actually like worked Aww. out pretty hard to become. That's awesome. More of the character she wanted to uh, accurately represent them on screen. Um, and I, I do like how they uh, used her throughout the movie and how non-intrusive everything was with it. Like they, it flowed mm-hmm. super well. I, I, mm-hmm. Non-intrusive is a bad way to do it. It just flowed super well in the film and the mix of sign and language. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, and actually, I watched a couple interviews with her as well, and it was uh, pretty awesome. She got. I think she was on, it was Good Morning America or something like that. She was driving through Times Square and saw herself on the big screen and like how much that touched her and everything Aww. like that. And yeah, it was, so nice. it was very nice. Um, probably the, the biggest badass of the entire movie. Oh yeah. yeah. So great. yeah. So then we got uh, Barry Kogan as Druig, uh, an aloof eternal who can manipulate the minds of others. Um, there Every was a- time that man opened his mouth, I was like, the fuck is he saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely had a very interesting accent throughout this movie. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. um, I have some comments on him uh-huh. later in the spoiler section, but th- I did see a lot of people online simping for him in this movie, Ugh. like real hard, which uh. I, I thought was kind of strange, but sure, sure. <laughs> it's the one slur effect. <laughs> but uh, his his relationship with McCreary was... Uh, Probably the better, best relationship in Do the movie. Do you mean Macari? Macari, sure. I McCreary's uh, that that what's that what's that video game? You're thinking McCree? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> From uh, we've Overwatch. Bridged, we've Overwatch. Bridged we, we, we've we've bridged too many gaps here. Uh, so then we have Don Lee as Gilgamesh, the strongest Eternal, and had a pretty deep connection with Thena. I love him. Uh, Lee pursued the role in order to be an inspiration for younger generation as the first Korean superhero and was able to utilize his boxing training for the role as well. So that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Hands down my favorite Eternal. Yeah. Yay. Hands yeah. down. Yeah, he's uh, 
the most empathetic of all of the Eternals, I would think. But yeah, his powers are just badass. Yeah, that's the true. way he would kind of like wind up and yeah, punch somebody. Yeah, no, it was yeah. super super cool. Yeah, the the visualization of all of the powers was pretty solid throughout this entire movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And then we've got we got Harish Patel as. Um, are you are you just gonna go through the Eternals or in the whole cast? I, I mean, I, the, this is the main bad guy. Okay, that's that's it. Um, <laughs> we, we don't really wait. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. Back. I was oh. like the main bad guy. No, I was I I, I jumped down below. Oh, no, um, Harish Patel as Karun, uh, Kingo's human valet. Um, probably the I loved him. Yes, great he, comic <laughs> relief. Yeah, great comic relief and. Very sincere in a couple yeah. of moments where mm-hmm. he honestly gave the emotional impact that I think they were trying to get with the other yeah. Eternals most of the time. He feels most like he's like a normal person and he really like, I don't know. He, he feels actually it. brings the human element into the Eternals yeah. because they're mm-hmm. not. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. quite simply, they're not human. No. And after how many, you know, not I mean, I don't think there's a spoiler, but after living for so long. I can only imagine your emotions are dulled. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, and they're also or like hyper specific. Well, they they came to the Earth as like a blank slate too. Yeah. So like I don't know, it was kind of strange the mm-hmm. whole time. Uh, we do have Kit uh, Harrington as Dane Whitman, not an Eternal. He's dating Cersei. We'll get to him later no, on right. in the spoiler part. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, not particularly important throughout the movie. Um, no. no, just good <gasps> intro. Just just joking about being a giraffe the entire time. Yeah. Uh, we have Selma Hayek as Ajak, uh, so the wise and spiritual leader of the Eternals, who has the ability to heal and is the bridge between the Eternals and the Celestials. They did change the character from male to female, uh, which, sure, whatever, Sure. Um, which allowed uh, Selma Hayek uh, to lean into the femininity of the role and uh, make her more of a mother figure. Mm-hmm. Um so Selma Hayek was hesitant of, of initially at first of, to take the role because she was assuming that she would be like a supporting role or a grandmother role, which does d- 100% what she was. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she's not really in this movie other than flashbacks and as the call out to why they care about stuff a lot of the time. But mm-hmm. sure, why not? And then we have Angelina Jolie as Thena. So... A uh, an elite warrior eternal who can form any weapon out of cosmic energy and develops a close bond with Gilgamesh over the centuries. She also suffers from a psychological condition called uh, Mad Weary. And Jolene trained with various sword spears and staffs for the role as well as taking ballet. So, cool. Yeah. Right that on. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she, I think she, she gave, a, yeah, she, she gave a hell it. of a, a performance. Um, I saw a review where they're just like, she is an actor. Like, yeah. <laughs> she was, the, she was really the actor of the, the crew. So she yeah. did the best job acting, which yeah. was the job. Yeah. Which is very funny. <laughs> Although uh, Kumail did a great job. He had a lot of charisma. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, but it's one of those where like you, you could tell that. She she has She's a certain level actor. above a lot of uh, some of these other people. No offense, everyone did great, but uh, mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. she's you know she had also a has years and years and years and much practice. Yes, to yes, have gotten that skill down. Yeah, uh, when when she was passed out on the uh, the slab uh, in the beginning, I I just was <laughs> I just looked at her. and I was like, she still has just massive lips. Uh, <laughs> it's the first thing I thought. Like she paid good money for those. She, she better she, still have. She them. did. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah, let, let's get into... We, we introduced all the characters. There's so many of them. There's a lot, yeah. Uh, they're not all super well flushed out in the movie. Um, I think that's one of my biggest gripes is they're not super well flushed out, all of them, and it's very long. So what you what were your thoughts on it? Uh, let, let's start with you, Audrey. Um, I liked it. I thought it was <laughs> a little too long, but it's hard to have a character-driven story like this and not like take the time for you know pacing and and letting the characters breathe um i feel like the best parts were all the character work and yeah. anytime they were like you know fighting together or arguing together um there there's one scene where they're just kind of having dinner and i liked that a lot that yeah. was uh probably my favorite scene in the whole movie i i would give it like a three and a half out of five stars just baseline like it was good it was worth watching uh yeah it was worth watching twice i probably won't watch it again <laughs> but <laughs> just because it's so long and you know yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the go yeah the second time we mm-hmm. watched it definitely was a bit of a struggle mm-hmm. in some of the parts mm-hmm. so how about yeah, you, you guys saw, i mean you guys saw it pretty close together too yeah yeah it was less than a week apart yeah, less than a week that's kind of brutal in and of itself yeah unless it's a, a amazing movie yeah but no i'd probably give it a th- three um maybe three yeah your three and a half is pretty good but i'd probably go three um i did really enjoy it but i think 10 characters is too much yeah i i if they would have pared it down to maybe and i don't want to put a number on it because i truly don't know what the right number is for a movie like this but to build those characters out a little bit more i think it would have been a lot more impactful overall in terms of the story and you could really dig into more characters because Cersei was pretty fleshed out but I felt like you know a few of them were just kind of off yeah. in the distance you know 100% I, would, I would I would argue that Thena was off in the distance um a lot of the time yeah, yeah a lot of the time and and Ajax was just in those you know kind of flashback scenes so I feel mm-hmm. like you could have done a better job of character development but I like all the stuff that they introduced and I think this movie for me felt like more of a foundation for what they're trying to do next. And so yeah. they're trying to introduce all these concepts, like same with the multiverse. They're trying to introduce yeah. these bigger and bigger comp, you know, ideas and, and comic book, you know, theories or not yeah. theories, but thought processes. And yeah. so they were just trying to do that. And I, that's what I got out of it. Laying the foundation for future stuff again. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it would have benefited from being two movies? I no. actually think this would have been really? a perfect no no I think this would have been oh. a perfect TV series I oh. think they should yes. have yeah. um I think they should have ensemble cast I think they should have elongated yeah. it and built more into the character work and it, not necessarily taken like one episode per character but just yeah. really really dived into these character studies because WandaVision was super successful Loki super successful um Falcon uh, Winter Soldier, less so, but a, a good, effective. But, but I think because yeah. of the whole thing where they had to pivot due to the writing situation, because yes. I, I truly believe in those rumors with the world virus and then COVID and they had to backtrack it. Yeah. So I think that really hit them. And I can only imagine Hawkeye is going to be as good. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe doing that kind of approach would have been more successful. Yeah. And, and, and resulted in a better... I, a better way to uh, portray these ideas. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things where it also makes me wonder if they're going to continue with these characters long term. 
I hope with some of them. Some of them, yeah. And that's the thing is like I think I, I don't think a lot of these characters are going to be long term. So like I I like the idea of a TV show, but I also don't think they necessarily cared to fill out all of these characters all the way. So true. But yeah. even if you were to go into more with, I mean, I, I'm just gonna say Gilgamesh because I yeah had a, I really liked his character. But even though you know, you know, I, damn. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you have an idea of what's gonna happen, just to flesh him out would have been great yeah but yeah what did you think um i i i'll stick with my original score of like a 3.75 i really enjoyed myself um it's the score yeah the score is really good (laughs) yeah the score is very good Mm -hmm. uh all in all i i enjoyed all of the characters uh they did make me hate a few of the eternals which is fine uh that's good (laughs) So yeah, I, they they weren't all like goody tissues. They all of them had fairly distinct personalities, mm-hmm. which can mm-hmm. be hard with an ensemble cast the size this size. Like mm-hmm. you can definitely get some that just kind of blend together, but they were all very distinct throughout. Even if they weren't all fully developed, you could still tell the difference between each of them, mm-hmm. which I right. really appreciated because they brought in even more side characters on top of the ten. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of people people to keep track of, but I never felt like I got lost of like, oh, who's this now? Like. Yeah, I thought it was pretty obvious throughout. So mm-hmm. yeah, three point seven five. So okay, yeah, I think the that's our our general stuff. Sorry that it takes so long. <laughs> There's so many Eternals. I wanted to get that out front so anyone that's going to see it kind of knows what they're in for. Oh, yeah, a little bit. And uh, yeah, I think we'll get into our our spoiler section after this brief break. Welcome back, listener. Thank you for sticking with us here. So we're going to get into our spoiler section. So if you don't want spoilers for this movie, go ahead and dip out now. Thank you for joining us. (laughs) Goodbye now. See ya. Yeah, see ya. So uh, I'm pulling the plot off of Wikipedia here. I thought it was pretty solid after I read through it. So um, we'll kind of comment on it as we go. We don't have to read all of it. It's a very long movie. Yeah, very long. A lot happens. So uh, in 5000 BCE... 10 superheroes, the Eternals, uh, that I all just, I just listed off are sent by this celestial Arsham, uh, to earth on their starship, the, uh, Domo to exterminate the invasive deviants. The last of the deviants are killed in 1521 and the group's opinion, uh, opinions differ over their continued responsibilities and their relationship to humankind. And over the next 500 years, they mostly live apart from each other waiting Arsham's commands i did like the opening sequence where they introduced the powers i thought that was pretty Mm -hmm. cool Mm -hmm. um and i really liked how i mean overall the visuals in this were pretty fantastic yeah and so pretty stellar yeah seeing their all their powers and them kind of showcasing that with the special effects i thought Mm -hmm. that was a really i mean they do it like a lot of superhero movies right but it was a cool way or or video games rather they do a lot of video games where they'll you know give you all the powers and they'll take them away yeah it's kind of a classic (laughs) trope but this felt like akin to that not the same but it felt like that oh look he's got the finger guns (laughs) bang 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 bang. yeah Mm -hmm. like that's cena whooping ass you know oh man she's so good (laughs) she's so good uh so yeah it's uh it's an interesting way to do it i did think the cgi on the deviants was a little rough at times but it, it wasn't bad but you know they just could have been scarier yeah I think. exactly they could have been like a a more badass version oh, sure. of themselves yeah. yeah yeah so i liked go ahead when i liked when that mrs mesopotamian dad was just like 
Run. <laughs> yeah, and he's so like, calmly. Like, okay, and he just dude. Gets anyway. fucking eaten, and then yeah. the kid promptly doesn't run. So dumb. useless. No, it did not run. Anyway, that's fine. I, I, well, that was the thing that confused me is they had lookouts for the deviants, yeah. but like, obviously, we're not prepared to no. actually fight a deviant. So, no, not at all. Anyway, uh, in present day, Cersei and Sprite live together in London after Cersei is uh, left. Wait, after Cersei was left by her partner, Icarus, centuries earlier, she is now in a relationship with the human Dane Whitman, who works at the National History Museum. The trio uh, are attacked by the deviant crow, with Icarus arriving and chasing the creature away. Realizing the deviants have returned, uh, they they travel to South Dakota to reunite with their leader, Ajax. Uh, only to find that she has been killed by crow. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah, yeah. Um, I loved when she turned that bus into rose petals. Yes, yeah, that was yeah. a cool scene. She's they the did best. a good. They did a good job with her effects. Yeah, they did a very good job with her effects because that, that's where the money went. <laughs> so whenever, which it has to, it yeah. has to. Yeah. So it's one of those things where so. I always have an issue with people that have like transmutation powers like her. So. She specifically talks about at one point how she turned a rock into air, which means in theory she can turn air back into rocks. Thank you. So thank you. Air, the po- molecules are you know relatively touching each other. Can she just not make a stream of rock into like someone's lungs or something like that and just end you that? You would think she's not like that though. <laughs> she's not. <laughs> Maybe I'm just messed she's up and I violent. originally like oh here's good ways to kill people. Yeah, I think that the extreme violence is a you problem. Okay, fair enough. Cersei's not <laughs> a violent person, even when she's fighting like no, the deviants. No, she's super passive. Yeah, like yeah, her she's not a very martial person. She needs to uh, utilize vibranium and adamantine more. Adamantium I, more. I like to think yeah, she big made, time. She made that house into. When she protects those guys later. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, yeah, it looked like she was turning it into some sort of metal, but like she made the tree, which seemed to be made out of glass or diamond I, maybe, but not I super sure. No, I didn't quite get that scene. No, it was tinkly. Sounding. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. But it's like, you know, the, they even know that vibranium's a thing. So mm-hmm. like, do well, it. Let's get on this. Yeah. I wonder. But I wonder if vibranium to them is almost ancient. Not want to say ancient technology, but old. Yeah. In sense of what they can do, I I don't know. I'm just yeah. trying to mm-hmm. play devil's advocate here. Yeah, I I don't know. I always I always have issues with people that have these sort of powers. It's like, oh, you could expand on this <laughs> so well, easily, and maybe the energy that it takes to transmute something like that is That's true. too great. That's true. I don't yeah, know. And it, that, no, that's a good point. Yeah, in theory, like because atoms are just you know you can take hydrogen atoms to, to make any element in the universe mm-hmm. essentially that's what happens inside of stars is they just keep banging into each other and get until you get heavier elements well okay but it but takes it, a lot of energy so i could see her yeah. requiring energy to make things like turn air into something solid mm-hmm. but think about the end of the movie where she is on the slush shield mm-hmm. and transforms it but she needs the whole and i know we're skipping ahead but mm-hmm. we yeah. did warn this a spoiler so yeah. <laughs> i'm not i don't feel too bad about this one but uh, where she's on the celestial transforming it, but she needs the uni mind to mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. So maybe that is like a like you were saying that it it takes this she vast amount power. of energy. Yeah. Power converter. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, she's be juiced. That's a better explanation than they give in the movie. So you're welcome, movie. <laughs> Appreciate it. I done did it for you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Cersei is posthumously chosen as Ajax's successor. Uh, granting her the ability to communicate with Ashim, uh, who reveals that the mission of the Eternals was not to fight 
uh, was not to fight the deviants, but to prepare Earth for the emergence. Uh, Asham explains that for millions of years, the Celestials have been planting seeds on populated planets for new Celestials to be born with deviants sent uh, by them to destroy the apex predators of each planet and then essentially the Eternals sent to take care of the new apex predator that they just put onto the planet. It's a very yeah. dumb uh, dumb yeah. circle, but sure. They nailed it. Um, but oh, they're the, so smart. They need so much intelligence life. And yeah. then they create deviants. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and here's the thing that bugged me. Um, as the emergence started, it's not like they were sucking the souls out of people no. who were living. Why do they need so well, many people? They like, just they just said that it needed like intelligent, intelligent light. En- that was yeah. it. intelligent energy or something like that. And I was just like, I, I don't understand. It wasn't like, wouldn't you think all the souls would be like scooped up? Well, that's the thing is like, so the, the, what's up? It's what? Venom. You know, when he has to eat the brains <laughs> to, to, to be <laughs> eternal. To, so he's not. Eternals yeah. are Venom. They're symbiotes. Oh, that's funny. I did it. I so merged them. Yeah. Well, yeah. so here's the thing. Uh, Celestials are symbiotes. Going back to the physics here, energy's <laughs> not created or destroyed. So, like having more life forms just means you've converted energy from other things into life forms. Okay. Can we just throw physics out the window? <laughs> because at the end of the movie, a huge celestial shows up in an ocean, and let me tell you, your weather patterns are and everything fucked. else oh, is yeah. fucked. Yeah. So I think Absolutely. physics went straight out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, I I didn't understand the plan. Uh, it doesn't Man. make any sense to me. But they, like, dude, Earth is dude. fucked. Yeah, there's symbiotes. Confirmed. Does anyone live on six one six? Like, oh, th- this is eleven forty three or oh, something like that. Off. Yeah, it, I, I forget sure. what the MCU designation no, is. Yeah. Oh my. God. Yeah, it, it's not six one six. Six one six is the comic universe. Sure, but, sure, 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 sure. Um, <laughs> so the uh, after the the blip was re- like returned, Earth is finally primed to be a birth for Celestial, specifically Tiamat. Um, I was saddened to see that it was not a five-headed dragon as mm-hmm. depicted in Dungeons and & Dragons. Mm-hmm. And in yeah, they... those Dragonlance novels. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. They kept saying Tiamat, and we were like, dragon, dragon. <laughs> also, I couldn't stand them calling it Ama- or Amesh or whatever, because I, or... I just thought a Galactus. Yeah. Oh, Ar- That be Galactus. Okay. Yeah, here's the thing. <laughs> Which yeah. one? Uh, the, the... Arashem? Arashem, yeah. yeah. Oh. So I, I think this is leading up to uh, Galactus. <gasps> oh yeah. yeah, what Devour overall? Yes. yes, yeah. I think this is leading up to Galactus. I think they're just going to retcon him as a celestial, like they did Big with time. Ego, because Ego isn't a celestial in the comics. He's just a planet. Oh. So yeah. like, and they they call him a celestial in the movies. I think they're just going to make Galactus a celestial. Yep, I would agree one hundred percent. Because Galactus does that too. He sends someone to the planet prior to prime <gasps> it to eat it. Great. Hence the Silver Surfer. Yeah, that's what Silver Surfer does. Is he primes a planet for Galactus to come and eat? Oh. Yeah, I think we're probably gonna get some celestial that got pissed off, whether that be Armash or whoever, and then it's gonna be I'm actually Galactus because they're gonna say that oh you killed Tiamat or you yeah. you thwarted Tiamat, and mm-hmm. then that's gonna bring about this Ravager. Yeah, if I had to guess. Yeah, I could see that for sure. I've been wrong many times, though. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> this is probably it. <laughs> <laughs> so after having learned to love humanity, the, the Eternals reassemble and decide to prevent the emergence. That sentence is only kind of true. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they reconvene uh, Kingo, Thena, and Gilgamesh before heading to Druk's residence in the Amazon rainforest where they are attacked by Crow and the Deviants. The Crows kill Gilgamesh here before fleeing. 
Um, so whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, what you got? so we gotta we gotta back up. Yeah, what do you got? When they're getting all together, and they're like they go and meet uh, Gilgamesh and Athena in the desert. Yes, uh, they have to break the news of Ajax's death to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gilgamesh was baking a very big pie, and unfortunately, that pie land on the ground yeah he dro- so. he drops the pie and yeah. then <laughs> pour one out for the pie uh, uh bends it looked the- like a great pie and he bends the pan while he cries uh, and stuff i saw that yeah oh, uh, i could do that I don't know <laughs> but yeah I, I liked the scene when they're at their like desert home and they're having dinner and they're just talking and like taking jabs at each other mm-hmm. yeah and then cersei dramatically walks out yeah <laughs> that, that- i have to get some air no, <laughs> are you mad because I was paying attention to you? I get it. Like this is the, that's me. Ajax chose dinner. me, guys. <laughs> you know what's funny is they talk about how they're a family throughout this entire movie. This is the only scene that feels like a family, mm. and it's only half the Eternals. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, whatever. I guess <laughs> um, no. we did. We did also sc- skip over the Bollywood scene. Oh, it was so good, which was fantastic. That was a very good scene. It was extended. I don't know if we needed the entire dance scene, but I did love it. Oh, I hey, needed the entire it was cool. dance. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. it's just a very long scene in an already very long movie. I <laughs> don't think we needed the visuals that we had while Arishem was explaining the truth to Cersei. What? That was badass. It looked cool, but. I almost wonder, so, I don't know, but because the themes in this movie are so heavily, like, religious and, like, legend-based, yeah. and it's like, you know, these are stories passed down through time, and you can't really know what's true and what's not true, um, like, you know, when Sprite makes up all her stories and they become legends, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wonder if it, I don't know, I wonder how it would have landed if when... Cersei is communicating with Arishem. She only sees Arishem. Like she doesn't get to see those things, and yeah. like he just gives her a brief explanation, and it's not as long. Yeah, that that was a long explanation. It looked cool. Because see, that's the thing is, I don't know if she's seen that or if that was for the audience as it, well. It was for her. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah. I think because that's why she starts crying. She yeah. starts yeah. to see these. That, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I I just really like that one, so I'll have to cool. I'll have to respectfully disagree. It with looked that. cool. And I get why it, it works for a movie. Yeah. It, it's visual medium. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like they could have leaned into the faith aspects of it because sure. they would have to choose between their, their faith in Arishem or their faith in Ajak. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and until the very end of the movie, they don't know that Ajak actually wanted to prevent the emergence either. No. No, they were in the dark for... Yeah, they were in the dark no, literally so until the very end of the movie. Yeah. So, Wait, no, they Arishem reveals the truth to Cersei. But they didn't know that Ajax was preventing oh, the emergence yeah. till the very end of the movie. Which so, was a turning so they, point for they them. They just all decide to prevent the yes. emergence yeah. by yeah. themselves. Well, so Cersei specifically. It's just <laughs> right, like, all right, right. Try, time to prevent this. And everyone's like, well, I guess you're leader. <laughs> like right. The, it's kind of how it goes. Yeah. Even though, like, like uh, Kingo specifically is calling... F- following icarus and sprite is following icarus mm-hmm. so yeah but they kind of developed at the end though not right away yeah because yeah. they don't really know what icarus did they, they do yeah we weren't right yeah so we'll get we'll get to that in a minute here yeah, <laughs> yeah. so anyway yeah no it, it <laughs> oh yeah uh go so uh no druig's uh <laughs> cult in the rainforest he has them all brainwashed wearing the same outfits doing like Dude, it's weird. Labor. So here's the thing: is there? It's implied that he always has a general level of control over them, not just like 
yeah. cult of personality. His eyes turn. Yeah, yeah. so, the, like, I don't... They just kind of breeze by the fact that he has enslaved all of these people. Yeah. And everyone's just kind of chill with no, it. Yeah, it's and fucked like, up. Th- that's the thing, is no one online... I haven't seen a single person mention that. All I've heard is people talking about how hot he He's was in this movie. I Hey, Whatever. I'm just telling you what I've seen. Anyway. So, I, I thought that was wild that no I one talked about that he had all of these people enslaved. Yeah, no, he he has a whole community enslaved. And I'm sure some of them are probably there because they want to be but it's like he, he's not great no, no. it's he's a cult leader <laughs> like it, that's the whole thing <laughs> he <sighs> he honestly had made the most sense though oh sure because like he literally has the power to stop all of these wars oh yeah in like a heartbeat he could yeah. stop every single war that the humans are having mm-hmm. well that should have been like druig's first red flag about icarus and, yeah and all these you know that the kind of emergence thing because we i mean i think we all know that war breeds productivity and advancement yeah um and so why wasn't that a red flag like you know that seems like you're just kind of waving it up in the air at that point yeah of, yeah you know, it's one of, he, peace doesn't harbor advancement necessarily yeah and he does talk about like like if you take over all of the humans then they're not humans anymore they're just kind of yeah there so like from that regard i it also makes sense but he he brings up some valid points where because he's watching like a literal genocide happen at one point and mm-hmm. they're just like no nah, no nah, you gotta let it happen yeah right. yeah so. which is like bad and yeah. not a good call no not no. a good call at all yeah. not good feels <laughs> <laughs> so um oh can i just say i am what? sick and fucking tired of any space narrative that is like, oh, human life is so special. Human life is so unique. I don't give a shit. Are like, you specifically calling out the two sentences where I, they ask uh, why are humans so yeah, special? And they, and they, they talk literally, about Thanos, or Thanos. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're like, well, they did this cool thing. And I'm like, that doesn't mean what? Yeah. No. Like, yeah. There and, was an eye roll involved at that no, point for me. There's not a good reason. And it's like... There's clearly a universe of intelligent life that operates in a very similar way that humans do. What? He, what humans half the people, half, half the people who stopped Thanos, not, not human. humans, not humans, <laughs> and not, or if they were human, and they're not from our Earth. Yeah. No. Oh God, it's so dumb. Yeah. I don't know. It's. It, I'm just over it. I'm tired of it. Like we're it, we're advanced fun apes. Like I don't know. We yeah. like shiny toys. We like to hug each other. That's what we do. <laughs> I like to play my Wi-Fi modem router. <laughs> Shit. <sighs> so after cream, after cremating Gilgamesh, um, they visit Fastos. Um, who? Do you guys get that Hephaestus Fastos? I did not connect that, but that makes nope. sense. Really? Oh, they connect it. Oh, and like Athena, Athena. They call yeah. that one out pretty. Yeah, that one's pretty obvious. Pretty easy for um, the first twenty minutes. I swear to you, I thought they were saying Athena, and they were just skipping so it close. Like they, were I, just, I they still were... think they were, because I, I definitely thought I was hearing Athena, and then they were just yeah. calling her Athena, and then mm-hmm. T later. Mm-hmm. Like they, each person had their own little nickname. I think it is, it was supposed to be yeah. Athena, but well, and Circe, um, Circe in either Greek or Roman legend, uh, she's the goddess of magic and transformation. She transforms things in legends. So that's fine. Yeah. All I thought was Game of Thrones because she's oh. <laughs> making out with Jon Snow. Yeah. That's great. I love also, that. when he talks about, I, when we're skipping ahead, I don't care because now that I thought of this, I'm just going to say this now. But when they said, oh, I have a 
complicated thing with my family, family. and i <laughs> i did not aunt. i did not think like oh this is gonna go in like a different marvel direction my first thought was like oh they're taking a shot at game of thrones oh great <laughs> that's Cer- awesome. cersei versus rob stark weird yeah wow, crazy <laughs> also cersei's making out john snow right weird this is it's fucked anyways but yeah, um, yeah. um i want to say i i bet you druig's name has some uh connection well it sounds like druid so well and you was wearing a outfit i would I, 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 when I play D anD D, I think about druids and like kind of the robe aspect. Yeah. And he he was the eternal wearing like the most robe looking thing. He didn't really have any nature power, so I don't know well, how that no. would connect. But yeah, yeah, I have no idea how, what his is a reference to. Yeah, which is why know. I need to research a little more. But yeah, Cersei's name is a direct reference to Cersei, who was a witch, lived on an island, turned guys into pigs. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. So uh, yeah, after they cremate Gilgamesh, uh, they go to visit Fastos. This is where we get the family scene where you see mm-hmm. Fastos with his whole family, with mm-hmm. their their child, and all all of that stuff. It's a it's a pretty nice scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, it yeah. seems it makes Fastos the most grounded of mm-hmm. the characters, and they also give him a very interesting backstory where it seems like he helped in the develop of the atom bomb, so he loses yeah. all. Um, Faith uh, in humanity. Yeah, faith in humanity yeah. and essentially his partner and his child are what brings him back to humanity mm-hmm. and like finds them worth saving because he, he, sa- he even says that they're not worth saving. Oh, that, yeah. That was the most powerful scene for me. I think so, too. It's And it's brief. It's a it, very brief scene. But, but great but, acting, yeah. really powerful stuff. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, no. I'm not old enough to, you know. <laughs> obviously not old enough to re- even close to remember or, or have heard you know distant stories but yeah. just like the way that they portrayed it was i mean it was pretty fantastic yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but uh they eventually come up with a plan for Druig to put tiamat to sleep by amplifying his uh mind control powers with a unimine uh connecting uh, a connection between all the eternals uh, Icarus eventually reveals that he uh, was informed of the emergence back in like 1541. Yeah, like it was. in Babylon. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Babylon. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Like five five hundred. No, I, I think it might have been the Aztec Empire. No, I'm not sure where no, they he were. Said Babylon. May, I, may I verbal meme this? Yeah. Yeah. What you got? Where they have the Scooby Doo reveal, and then they <laughs> they dig off the mask as Icarus. Yeah. <laughs> if it weren't for you meddling kids, <laughs> right? <laughs> So <laughs> he uh, he says that he knew about the emergence set and by Ajax Ajax centuries before, and then he chose to remain no- loyal to Arsham. Uh, he eventually fed Ajax to the deviants uh, six days prior to the events of the movie. Nice guy uh, to, to prevent her from stopping it. Um, he th- threatens to kill them several times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that punk ass Superman looking man. So here's the thing though. Um, they do the flashback and Ajax and Icarus are talking and she's like, man, it's going to happen in like seven days. And I was like, that's a biblical reference. <laughs> and he was like, okay, great. And she's like, no, not great actually. And he's like, but uh, what? <laughs> yeah. And that's when he decides, okay, time to kill her. Yeah, yeah. He just he just had these demons like, chilling out on the ice like, yeah. well, I, these might come in handy later. Yeah. I've been stockpiling in Alaska. Right, right. Mm-hmm. 
So he eventually leaves to go watch the emergence after, uh, like blowing up, uh, Fastos's, uh, invention to c- connect them and mm-hmm. cold hearted. Yeah. He tries to just, uh, killed Makari. Oh my God. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't quite understand that. She has. So she, uh, before, she found, she found yeah, the emergence she found, site. She found mm-hmm. the location where like the central point where the emergence will happen when she gets back and she's like, Hey guys, I have it. And, like Icarus is in full on like death mode and he's like, Okay, gotta kill her so she can't share the information. Yeah. And Drew uh, jumps in front of mm-hmm. the I beams to take the shot from Akari and, and he's like, You gotta run and she just fucking she's dips. Like, All right, <laughs> I guess. I'll take that advice. Yeah, I, and I, I don't know where I'm going, but let's dip the fuck out of here. Yeah, we're out. Um Makari's always down. Yeah, always she's <laughs> always ready. Yeah, just yeah. Ready, ready to go. Um so we get the him um Icarus leaving uh and Sprite decides to go with because she's always been in love with Icarus mm-hmm. and jealous of Cersei because of their 5000 year marriage or whatever yeah they um <laughs> okay watching it the second time they have a, a really sweet wedding scene um that it's like an indian style wedding yeah and it's really pretty and it cuts to like the uh, Cersei and Icarus getting married, and then it goes to the whole family, and you just see Sprite in the front, like, <laughs> <laughs> I did, yeah, and she's I, like, she's barely containing her, yeah, her, uh, like rage, yeah. So her solution uh, is then present day to live with Cersei. Yeah, well, that's the thing is like they even talk about that where like Sprite went to go see like check up on Cersei after Icarus left, and like. They became friends. So, like, well, I mean, they were friends for a while, anyway. I don't, I don't know. They had a connection. Like, they. That's true. They all do. They're. Fa- but yeah, it's, it's just. Once you go moving on Icarus, though, they right. break up. It, it seemed like no one knew where Icarus was. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. I, I think she I'm went. Same, it's just your girl. I, I think she hung out with Cersei in case Icarus comes back. I, she can I be think close. So too. Fair. Because yeah. that, that's right. the most likely. But yeah, so Sprite dips to be with Icarus at like the end, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it's, honestly, fuck, vibe, fuck Sprite. Like, the vibes are raunchous. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very weird. And th- I know that she's like 5,000 years old and she only looks 12 and like that's one of her big conflicts. But like she acts like a 12 year old a she lot does. of times. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where it's like she's acting the age that she looks mm-hmm. rather mm-hmm. than like they, they talked about her being an old spirit. And I was like, she's not. She's no. not an old spirit. Like, she's like the trickster, like, mm-hmm. but not even like a particularly good trickster. No. So. No. I, she does. She feels very stunted. Yes. You know, which she's supposed to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It. I yeah. don't like Sprite. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I sympathize with Sprite. And then uh, Kingo leaves as well because he agrees with Icarus but refuses to fight his family. And I thought this... Kingo was the only correct person. <laughs> like, he was like, I'm gonna do what falls in line with my beliefs without harming others. Yeah. So, and I, you know. I didn't like that he wasn't involved in the entire end of the movie. I I disliked that too because I like him as a character and his powers would come See, in I handy. Thought I was disappointed in Kingo because I it thought... It can be. Uh, yeah, I, no, I'm just saying... No, yeah, I'm just yeah. saying given that he had his comic relief human companion who made all these good points shouldn't he be on the side of you know compassion and and more empathy for humans and want to stick up for them at that point it, it was just a thought of yeah no for sure why wouldn't if, if of, of all people i mean obviously cersei also falls in love with dane but he seemed to have a strong connection with this guy so 
Yeah. Why wouldn't that be Yeah. swaying him? I it's it's one of those weird things because yeah, like that makes sense. He's been a Bollywood star. He loves Earth. He loves the people. He loves mm-hmm. the fame and all that other stuff. He's always above it, though. He's not in it. Yes, he's the boss. Yeah. He is the movie star. He's not. He's like, not in with the integrated. people. Yeah. He's not in with the people. Like so moved. Yeah, Fair. and and he also he talks about it a few times throughout, like when they're deciding is. Like, yeah, all of these people are going to die, but billions more will be born for it. So it's one of those, he, he's going higher level. Like, sure. as much as he loves this, like, he he sees the bigger picture there and how that's good. And then yeah. he's also loyal to his mission, his friends. And it's he's fought alongside Icarus and Athena and Gilgamesh forever. Like, th- those are the uh, four, like, main fighters, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I get that. So, yeah. No, I 100% agree. I was disappointed, yeah. but I yeah. like, understood. I agreed. The, yeah. It would have been a cool emotional moment if they would have had his... Uh, Him come back, or... I can't remember the... the, the yeah, it, um, if they would have had him come back and, and make this plea and had this conversation, and it, it could have been a cool moment. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I'd, I'm yeah, no, sure, sure it would have been... Made the movie longer, and then you could have an argument there. But you yeah. know, uh, I liked how Karun dipped, though. Yeah. I like he was yeah. like, you know, you guys have done a lot of good for us, and I can't really do anything yeah. to stop this. So like, right, record it, yeah. <laughs> right? He's like, well, this is out of my hands. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, I would have liked him to have been there and seen like how far past okay Icarus goes oh, yeah. and then maybe like put his body on the line or something like that to try to help maybe not go offensive but go defensive like mm-hmm. he's you know using his hand blast to intercept the eye beams or something like that yeah. kind of thing like something like that just more of his powers in yeah. general like yeah. seeing him fight would have been yeah. awesome he can fucking mm-hmm. Kamehameha like oh so good <laughs> oh he did do the whole Kamehameha Kamehameha. He's like so he's and he's like the character. He is the character in this movie. I would love to play as in a video game. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Him, <laughs> him or Fastos. Oh, I was gonna say Gilgamesh, mm-hmm. but yes, Fastos would be sick too. Yeah, yeah. Well, Gilgamesh is definitely your your tank bruiser. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, um, you so, could make a badass game out of this. So yeah. anyway, oh okay. Here's <laughs> Sorry. A, important note: Ajax has this golden ball that was in her chest. Allows her to talk to Arishem. When Ajax dies, the golden ball is passed to Cersei. That's yeah. how she picks her number two or yeah. mm-hmm. next leader person. Yeah. So anyway. They, they take the ball out to make the, the Unimine. Makari mm-hmm. um, has already located the emergence place. And the Eternals uh, go there to essentially try to stop it with Druig. Unimine. Uh, yeah, the Unimine. Mm-hmm. They're going to connect all of them. Athena stays behind on the ship to uh, distract Icarus, which... Was a fucking Works. dope fight. <laughs> oh, so Great. good. Yeah. Anyways, I had to bring something else up that What's I thought up? of What's right now. And I'm so sorry I keep coming up no. with these random thoughts. That's, that's what this, this is for. Is, this is how my brain works. But when they talked about the battle weary. Yes. Oh, yeah. The first thing I thought of was in the later Halo games when Cortana has uh, what they call rampant or rampant. Something I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. But it was the AI version of. Mad weary of this, yeah, yeah. Mad it's essentially weary. the 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 data in the mind has started to corrupt the AI and mm-hmm. just like break because it down. Because there's too much data, there's yeah. too many memories, there's too much stuff going on. It needs and to she run goes a defrag. Ins- yeah, and she goes insane. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. But it reminded me of that, and I in the movie theater, I just kept thinking to myself, "That's Cortana." <laughs> <laughs> Very much. 
Uh, so yeah, they, there's a huge fight between everyone. Uh, Crow shows up at the end because he, he's there. Yeah, he's there. He's he's got Ajax and Gilgamesh's powers. Mm-hmm. Athena goes off and fights him. They, they they essentially take Athena out of the fight because she's too badass. They yep. have a very sexually charged battle in well, a cave. That's the thing is like Gilgamesh. Just... He has Gilgamesh's mind and power, so like he has a certain affinity towards Athena, but also Same. wants her powers. So yeah, no, it's very sexually charged, and yeah, Ath- Athena has. her mind thing going on so she has ptsd yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah she uh slices and dices him all the Mm -hmm. that's the thing is like i loved that yeah it it's one of those things where it's like it's a pretty weak villain because icarus is the the main villain Mm -hmm. hey superman bro so the so the deviants are like the secondary villain that are like it's the bait and switch because like that essentially gets wrapped up by one eternal (laughs) like i'm happy with it though because they could have went the other direction of one of the of the deviant sucking up uh Icarus yeah. and then having his powers and then you're just making this oh my god mm-hmm. like too it's a walking too much. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh but Icarus like i beams Droog into the like into the core of the earth way like yeah the way earth. down not all the way down but like Weird. everyone thinks that Droog is dead he's not yeah. he's fine yeah. um but <laughs> yeah no he's not he's, really scathed at no, all no, he's no. <laughs> barely an inconvenience right <laughs> he just had to climb out of the hole but they they fight he's, he's like here's the thing so as you were japping me i controlled a bunch of humans in front of me Ooh. <laughs> right oh, <laughs> but yeah they, they they fight icarus uh makiri whoops the fuck out of icarus oh, she does a great job. um honestly she probably could have took him on by herself if she wasn't worried about all of her teammates because like every mm-hmm. time a teammates gets yeeted or something like that she goes to save them and yeah. throws her off balance but mm-hmm. fastos was badass fastos all was going stuff that yeah he was, he was throwing. yeah he was inventing on the fly and like subduing him mm-hmm. athena was whooping the shit out of him cersei was there um okay <laughs> She was. She turned a rock into some birds. That's true. That she did turn a rock fun. into some birds. She did yep. turn a knife into water. That's true. That, that was fun. Yeah. After she got stabbed. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's a pretty, it's a fun fight scene. Yeah, it's all right. I liked yeah, it. Yeah. It was good. The yeah. beach made a cool scene. Yeah. Like yeah. A cool backdrop. Yeah. But. Uh, I, I was, I wanted to know more about why Festos had such like vile feelings towards Icarus because it seemed like it was deeper than just this conflict yes I would agree yeah because like Fastos is like oh I've wanted to clip your wings for a long time so I I, I was like oh I I wonder if it was one of those like venomous he's just kind of Icarus is just kind of the pompous leader has all the fight powers he's he's the Superman figure he's got Mm -hmm. like super strength flight and eye beams he's mommy's favorite he's mommy's favorite (laughs) and I I definitely got the impression that like you know Icarus liked to shoot down people's ideas mm-hmm. and Fastos is a hundred percent just an ideas guy all the way through. Oh, yeah. So like Icarus could be shooting take, him, take down. him down. We don't see that, way. but yeah, yeah. Or but maybe yeah. just a a person like a like a major personality difference that just festers over time because yeah. you know some people that have a drastically different personality than you, you just. In time, you just don't want to be around them. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. do not care for the, them. The brains versus brawn thing. So, yeah. Well, and I think like having those feelings and wanting to know more speaks to how well they did with what time they they yeah. had for their characterization. No, for sure. Like, they make you give a shit. Yeah. So. <gasps> okay, here's one thing I do have a problem with. <laughs> yeah, what you got? <laughs> Cersei 
often is just kind of blank. Yes. In her face. Yes. Like, are we supposed to infer emotion from, like, the shape of her lips? I don't... <laughs> yeah, I don't... <laughs> I don't... She's just... Like, she's good. Like, has, she's a person, I guess. Yeah. And, like, she she can be upset, but she doesn't emote much outside of that. Yeah. And we get a lot of close-ups of her face. Yeah. A lot of close-ups of her just staring off yeah. into the distance. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I think that part of that was probably a lack of direction. I, I, cause she, she's a, she's a talented actress, Yeah, but I, I just don't think they were giving her the correct prompts for the close ups that we were seeing all the yeah, time. I, I wonder if it was an editing thing. Yeah, it could be an editing yeah. thing too. But Cersei decides yeah. that she needs to do it cause Drew can't anymore for reasons. Um, and, uh, Sprite, uh, stabs Cersei. Mm hmm. And Drew knocks her, uh, Sprite the fuck out with a rock. Love yeah, that. just comes badass. up and just clocks her in the back of the head. <laughs> that was fantastic. Uh, but Cersei, the the uh, Celestials coming up, it it's gonna move like screwing up the ocean, destroys a couple islands. It's huge. It, it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's going up into the like the atmosphere, stratosphere. It's gonna mess with the weather patterns, like Charlie said earlier, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. hardcore. And uh, Cersei gets to physically touch it. And mm-hmm. starts turning it, and then since they're in contact with the celestial, everyone unimines, and Cer- Cersei is able to take the power of everybody mm-hmm. and turn this, kill this creature. I don't know what she turns it into. It's marbles, like stone. it looked like marble. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it looked frozen to me. Yeah, but... it kind of looked like ice. Kind of looked like that. I, That's why I think it's marble. Yeah, I could see I it like, like the a marble, marble one better. Yeah, well, marble. And it seems like the the celestials are already kind of like rock. Yeah, you know, no, I think so, that's a great read. I, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so making that that change might have been easier for her powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they success. We they do it. They win. Um, I was so surprised when like everybody started joining the Unimind. I was like, they don't have bracelets. That was the thing. Where I, are the bracelets? I, I, <laughs> honestly, I didn't. I didn't understand it until the second and, watch through. Oh yeah, until well, I understood it at the first watch through after Cersei explains it. And I, like, I, it still no, no, didn't Vastos. quite. It still didn't quite click in my mind exactly what happened. That like they, that, like they connect to the celestial they, they as the world the as as the world ex- <laughs> like as the world ends. They connect to the Bluetooth. Yeah. And but she was able to just rechannel that Bluetooth energy into her mm-hmm. just herself. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, I, uh, I, I it was Bluetooth four point mm-hmm. Right, right. So yeah, that they uh, they they succeed. Um, we got uh, Druig and Makari. And who else is with her? Thena? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thena is... Yeah, Thena survives her encounter. Yeah, but they go out on the Domo to leave the, the Earth yep. and go find more Celestials. Yeah, it's just Makari and... Oh, Druig uh, and, and Thena. Yeah, because... Because um, Fasto stays. Fasto stays behind yeah. with his family. And... Uh, Sprite is turned into a human by Cersei. Uh-huh. Sure, why they not? got energies. She had some leftover energy, so she turns Sprite <laughs> into a human. I got she some was... extra juice in the tank. Well, and her outfit is literally glowing. Like, yeah, it's uh-huh. got like big glow. Yeah, yeah, she she continues to glow after that encounter until she like glows on Sprite. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, Kingo uh, is gonna do Kingo stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Seems to be taking yeah, Sprite. He's, yeah, he's gonna <laughs> take care of Sprite. I guess he's gonna yeah. be her dad. And uh, Cersei is going to be with Dan Whitman, uh, Icarus, Dane. or yeah. Uh, and Icarus, uh, having seen the error of his ways, flies into the sun. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the first time we watched this. Okay, I know his name's Icarus. I, like, conceptually, from the moment they said Icarus, I was like, <laughs> I 
I'm connecting these dots. But then at the end, when he decided to kill himself, I was like, why suicide? (laughs) That was like, it wasn't that he flew into the sun. That was what was confusing. I was like, why did he just dip? Oh, I thought it was, I rolled my eyes in the theater. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I thought at first this was some funny, funny joke that they were making. (laughs) And then he actually does it. And I couldn't help but think, why? They, Just, they thought yeah. it was poetic. They thought it was poetic. It was. It looked. It was dumb as hell. <laughs> it looked cool. I wonder if he's gonna come back having like absorbed the sun's power <sighs> of some kind or something like that. Like I could 100 percent see them bringing him back as like no. some someone else later and then on. The other side of his hair is white. <laughs> he goes into the sun and then he looks at the sun and he says Martha. The sun goes Martha and they're friends. <laughs> It's Batman versus Superman. It's a yeah. terrible moment and a terrible they, movie. They they stop fighting each other because both their mothers' names are Martha. Yes. What? It it's not important. That's so um, stupid. It was a terrible joke I, I made. It, he made a terrible no, joke no, about good, another terrible movie. It had another terrible moment. No, that's fine. Yes. That's fine. I just we're stacking the terrible. Yeah, fight. I tried to layer the shit sandwich. And oh. Cersei and uh, uh, Senor Whitman are now dating, and they're they're going to be. Uh, they're becoming a one. Cersei wasn't going to uh, move in with him, but now she thinks she might love him. So the, sure. Go, yeah. But he's like, I got family secrets. And hey, then, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't she move in? You know, the time is limited. You know, yeah. you don't like him. Yeah. All right. You know, maybe yeah. twenty years you waste. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. What? It's <laughs> like, not a big what do, deal. What do you give a shit? You're yeah. gonna be here for ten thousand more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Unless she didn't want to have Sprite move in with him, but. Ooh. Well, that I don't think I think that's why she didn't move in with him in the first place. Yeah, that's very she possible. Was living with Sprite. Very possible. She didn't want to leave Sprite. Now Sprite loves Dane because Sprite. <laughs> Sprite's Sur- human. <laughs> Surrogate. Surrogate Icarus. But uh, Arsham shows up in the sky because he's like, you done fucked up. You killed Tiamat. Um, so he yeets all the people that are still on the mm-hmm. earth up into space and is like, all right, I'm not going to kill the humans, but I'm going to use your thoughts to see if they're worthy to live. But I was like, but you just said you weren't going to kill them. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so they so, they live for now. They live for now. They live for now. The writing there could have been just, just yeah, just a, a little, hair better. A better, just a little bit. And then he, God's gonna he come turns back in, and judge us. Yeah, he turns so. into like a cool red black hole thing and disappears with mm-hmm. all of the ama- remaining Eternals. That yep. was fun. And yeah, that's uh. And they don't get returned to Earth. They no. don't. Yeah, that's nope. that's the so, end of the movie. Cersei, uh, Kingo, and Festos are still. Yeah, uh, yeeted out in a space because Sprite's you, human. a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's so, not eternal. Yeah, yeah. it would have been badass. Is Cersei gets sucked up in the space and she just drops a key? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> <laughs> the key to my apartment. <laughs> been very funny. So yeah, that's how the movie ends. Mm. Um. So all right, let's uh, let's talk post the two post credit scenes here. So we have. Uh, Two two pretty big reveals actually at the end of this movie. So yeah. the mid credit scene, we join. We're on the domo. They're mm-hmm. talking about looking for all the other Eternals. They, they haven't can't found f- any. They can't find any. They're gone. Um, so bitch. we have uh, we they hear something. They feel something weird, and you hear Patton Oswalt's voice. <laughs> that was jarring. <laughs> Amazing. I love Patton yeah. Oswalt. Yes, I think he's gonna do a great job. Yeah, yeah. jarring. Uh, <laughs> oh, because yeah. yeah. I did not know. He no. was in this movie. And then... Because I hadn't then, read anything. So, yeah, yeah. I knew yeah. nothing about this. And then Harry Styles shows up. So, we get Pip the Troll. I did not Troll. recognize Harry Styles. We get Pip the Troll, That's who is Pat Oswalt. Who, 
who is a teleporter. Sorry. He's, uh, he's a very heavy drunk. Mm-hmm. He's very important in the comics. We've read several comics with him in it mm-hmm. already. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> we? Yeah, She-Hulk. Uh, he yeah. was huge in She-Hulk. No, I didn't yeah. read those. Uh, guys and then those. Eros uh, as well, also huge in She-Hulk. Yeah. Star Fox. C- yep. Heard of him. Star Fox uh, comes through. <laughs> Uh, they confirm that he is the brother of Thanos, uh-huh. so that they have also confirmed that Thanos is a an eternal with the deviant gene. By saying that, because that was the thing in the comics, is Thanos is a uh, eternal with the deviant gene. Oh, yeah. Okay. Th- that right. so he evolves above the other eternals. That's how he becomes sure. Thanos, sure. and he can break away from the Celestials. Essentially, sure, it's a thing. But uh, well, and Eros and Thanos are also you know calls to other mythology yeah. you know arrows god of love thanos thanatos god of death yeah 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 so so no. yeah it's so fuck you <laughs> but yeah he uh, essentially comes in and is like yeah uh your friends are in trouble and i know where to find them uh that's what it is it's harry styles that's harry styles <laughs> and that that's pretty much it uh we we talked about eros in our she hulk where he has the weird thing where he can kind of like vaguely influence people's yeah. like interest in him and how that's not always consensual and he's you know strong flies whatever I have some mixed feelings about harry styles though. yeah i think he'll do okay sure i know but sometimes i do truly like the fact that in a lot of these movies marvel has picked relatively unknown people to star and brought them up into to stardom yeah like chris hemsworth great pick yeah uh, wasn't to- huge at the time. No. Had been in a few things, but not huge. They salvaged I... Robert Downey Jr., Tom Hiddleston, all these people. So I knew that Bill Skarsgård was in the movie yeah. because I'm on the lookout for Skarsgårds. But when Harry Styles came on film, I was like, "That's is that Skarsgård? No. no. Skarsgård no, was not. Crow. No, yeah. it's not. But I, I thought... <laughs> all right oh you know a thin angular british man yeah yeah or, I mean, well scars guards his music Swedish, is but yeah but yeah. styles music is it's fantastic good. yeah i do like it a lot but we'll see if he's a good actor i'll be i'll be interested how much he plays in the marvel universe yeah. i hope the best i, I think... could see him doing some stuff with adam warlock yeah i could see them having those two be a thing for in guardians of the galaxy yeah oh, maybe i liked the bts shout out yeah, they did do a BTS shout out yeah. as well at one awesome. point with with uh, Kingo. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we have the second after credits, um, which was actually hinted at least twice. I pointed oh, two definitely. of the, I, I pointed them out. Obviously, if you don't know the name of the Black Knight, uh, like yeah. uh, Whitman, then if, if you hear Whitman, you know who it is immediately. But there was two specific things throughout the movie that hinted super heavily that this was going to be the after credit scene. Family crest. Well, the family crest. I guess three on the ring. Uh, the other one was <laughs> is she. Uh, Cersei tells him to call his uncle cause she, to make amends and make up with him because yeah. his uncle was the uh, Black Knight that fought the Avengers. He was a super villain that fought the Avengers early on, and then uh, he his nephew takes up the mantle to become the right. good guy to redeem the the name of the Black Knight essentially. Um, and then we also on the ship sword. Th- they talk about the sword. Yeah, they Excalibur, say the ebony. Right? Yeah, they say is that the ebony blade? She says no, that's Excalibur. And they, they you know, directly mention yeah, his the, fancy sword. Yeah, which is the ebony blade. And then at the end, we get uh, Kit <gasps> Harrington um, <laughs> looking at the sword, saying, like, hyping himself up to take the sword to become. Death is your reward. Or, yeah, death is your reward. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, he's reaching for the sword, and you get a. Do you, do you think you're ready for that, or do you really want to do that? And that was confirmed to be Blade. Yeah, and, uh, in the director interview. 
Vampires? Yeah. So Vampires. There there was there was a team that had Black Knight, a blade. Moon Knight, uh, Captain Britain, and a couple others on them at one point as well. There it was a British-based superhero team. It's a which, misogynistic team. <laughs> I, there was women on it too. I just uh, no, no. I'm but just those saying. are the people that are currently. <laughs> those are the machoists, like. <laughs> but those are the people that are slated right now that have shows and or movies already Yay. lined up. So th- that's why I specifically mentioned those ones. Hype. So yeah. Sweet. So Blade, Blades confirmed. Black Knight confirmed. I loved the magnetic effect uh, mm. that they had on the sword yes. as he's like getting closer to it that, that was, was really way cool. cool yeah the mm. ebony blade is pretty dope um yeah. i think that i'm actually gonna put the black knight in my roll off so Ooh. Ooh. Right. see if we can we, we, a little sneak peek of what we're gonna record next you guys won't hear it for f- at least three weeks maybe <laughs> maybe until the end of the year but because we got Hawkeye coming up too, so we might not Yay. get to it till the end of the year. But so excited for Hawkeye! Yeah. yeah. Any final thoughts, impressions, anything else you wanted to talk about? Mm. Overall, it was a solid film. Um, I feel like Cersei needed to be a little more human. Oh, n- no, not necessarily human. I just think she needed to be a little more. Yes. She needed a little more substance or a little more personality. Yep. Yeah. Something like that. Um, because it you know, she was the center of the story. Um, but I liked that they gave her a passive um power. Yeah. And that she used it creatively. Yeah. And I like uh I think the bad reviews for it are dumb. Yeah, I and saw too harsh. Yeah, I saw a breakdown of it and it was very dumb. I, I a lot of them were focused in on the sex scene, which is Almost Which non-existent. Which is like barely there. It's like a naked shoulder. Yeah, it's a you naked really shoulder. Don't see anything. It's the only <laughs> real sex scene that we've seen. That, and I, I, now that we mentioned it, that sex scene was used as a connection between everybody, where sex throughout the rest of the MCU was used as kind of a prop to show a man misogynist kind of things throughout because yeah, yeah. all like, the other times you iron see man it is like iron oh, man star lord star lord does the same he thing around, yeah so or is sucks. like a funny like yeah, a yeah or is a joke they use they use sex as a joke a lot no i MCs. i liked the um emotional like intimacy of it yeah no it, it was a good scene it was, it was well we, done yeah we didn't really mention it because it was whatever but I, it, here's <laughs> the romance is there like, yeah it's, it's there yes so yeah, yeah. It, but yeah, the reviewers were like oh, over seventy five percent white males, yeah, or something. Yeah, or, you sent me that TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I sent you that yeah. TikTok. It was absolutely wild. Like thirteen percent women of color. Yeah, be mad about it. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it was absolutely wild. I I don't understand the the critic review bomb that happened. I mean, there are fair so. critiques of this movie, oh, yeah. but overall, yeah. I think it was a good movie, mm-hmm. and I think it goes in a different direction for a superhero movie, which is. For which refreshing, nice. yeah, yes, and wh- why can't it be different? Yeah, it's the same thing with the Star Wars shit. Where if you change it too much, people get mad. If it's too much the same, people get mad. There's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, there's, there's no, no winning. winning. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, I I don't put a lot of weight behind Rotten Tomatoes, but once again, no. the critics are no. at like fifty three percent or something like that, and the viewer score is over eighty percent. I always give it time to yes. Um, yeah. I always look at the the audience score is usually a better indicator to me than the critic score. I don't trust the critic score most yeah. of the time. Or I've yeah. just found reviewers that I like mm-hmm. and yes. that I I trust, and I'll read theirs. And yeah. I I think that's mm-hmm. the way I've had success. And and usually I watch the piece of you know whatever it is the TV show movie prior to reading reviews now. Yeah. 
I've I've gone away to, from doing that. Yeah, with video games, blind. yeah, I will always do the reviews because I've been burned. Yeah, but... <laughs> video games, I can't I can't do it anymore. Here's, video games, you need like a deposition. You yeah. need yes. to be briefed yeah. <laughs> on yeah. the the ins and outs. But a movie, a, even two but, and yeah. a half hour movie, I'm willing to spend that time up front and and invest in that time, especially with the Marvel and the mm-hmm. MCU, because. I'd rather do that and and have a fresh view and like formulate my own opinion than going there with you know that in the back of my mind. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. But, but I think that's all we have for you guys this week. Um, yeah. I I need to get this edited so we can get it out in the morning. <laughs> if I get sleepy, it'll just come out in the afternoon. Sorry, guys. But sorry, yeah, I think that's sorry. what we all we have for this week. Uh, so, um. If you need to get a hold of us, all of our stuff is in the link tree link down below. Um, we have all of our socials in there. We're not hard to find. We're not hard to no. find. Not at all. We're, we're on all of the it's ones. It's actually I... pretty dangerous <laughs> yes. how easy we are to find. Yeah. It's, it, well, and that's the thing is our name is very unique. If you Google us, we're like the only thing that pops up other than like one other thing. No, we, we have a lot of, uh, it's like a lot of Bible verses yeah. <laughs> that pop up. Yeah. It's a lot of Bible verses that pop Which up when you Google. Which is very interesting. Yeah. It's very funny. Uh, if, please like, review, comment, all of that stuff on all and, of your very stuff. Please. Uh, Mike did ask on the Facebook group, but said that we are, we are recording and now that it's been delayed, my fault, my bad guys. But, um, in terms of like, who do we want to hear next? We got a couple of great suggestions yep. so far. Oh. With currently, the, currently with likes, I think we're leaning towards Adam Warlock as, and the Magus. And, and Magus. They're the same people, but, yeah. but, and then uh, Wolverine's adamantium removal. I like this, the specific of that yeah like an individual sub story which would could be interesting to do just as like a intermediate until we do a full character as well so. yeah because wolverine if you, uh, wolverine in and of itself is we'll, we'll never very get daunting it. yeah task. We'll, we'd have to do like individual storylines with him so. yeah so i do like that but yeah if you guys want to comment and get some more activity on that we'll I mean, whatever comment yeah. has the most likes is probably the one that we'll select for the roll off. And if I really like one, it's definitely going to take place of one of my <laughs> ones that I have. Yeah, so, for sure. For yeah. sure. But uh, this is actually news to Charlie. Um, I was looking into it and it wouldn't let me look into it without setting it up. But we technically have a Patreon now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you uh, want to take good. Yeah. No. Well, that was the thing is it wouldn't give me information without signing up as a creator. I looked Fair online enough. and it was kind of hard to find stuff. So it's on there now. Uh, there's no content on there yet. But I did set it up as the four different levels of um, mutants. You got your Epsilon, Beta, Ooh. Alpha, and Omega levels. Um, various price points with Very various nice. things included with it. Um, we, we're we not really in this for money. Honestly, at this point, it's just for hosting the, the website yeah. and hosting the uh, podcast feed is really the only... <laughs> the only money that we have right. that we need at this point so and honestly it's not that much so at this point it's just to cover costs so but yeah if uh if you want to support us there's one in there for a dollar <laughs> feel free to throw us a dollar um i am going to start recording some bonus episodes for the five dollar tier uh the ten dollar tier you get additional voting rights Ooh. and if you decide to do the omega level the twenty dollar tier uh we'll we'll, we'll get you a guest up and uh, guest episoding on something. I don't know if it'll be a main feed or if it'll be a Patreon 
Patreon feed or is there something else you want at that level? Let us know. I don't know. This is giving our us money. Tyrannical dictatorships. So <laughs> yeah. We'll so <laughs> I, live on air, I'm telling Charlie what we're <laughs> what we're doing. <laughs> so hey, you mentioned it. I, I did mention it, but I was just looking into it and I was like, all right, I guess awesome. I'm just gonna do this. So and then the feet picks are that no. no. <laughs> right. Oh God. Our only pans and no, uh, no. Oh, pans. <laughs> Just pictures of pans will be great. Oh, that's funny. But that's that's all we got this week. I'm Mike. I'm Audrey. And I'm Charlie. Thank you for joining us and talk to you next time. <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs>